And now for your Connecticut County Sheriff's Report with Brian Smith here on Q Media Group's On Demand. And it is 8.30. Let's check in now with Brian Smith, our Connecticut County Sheriff, and find out what's going on. Good morning, Brian. Good morning. It's so nice to have you aboard, as always. Another beautiful day in east-central Minnesota. And uh, we could have a little warmer weather, but uh, last time I checked, we can't do much about that. So I guess we run with what we have, right? And you know what the silver lining is? The mosquitoes aren't crazy yet. Exactly. See, you are that guy that get, the glass is half full, and I appreciate that right. so much. See, and they had, I, it, they did have absolutely spectacular weather for the canoe race last week. Did they have? Do because I know you're kind of part of that. Did they have really good numbers? I'm thinking they did. Yes, we did. Uh, I think we had 127 boats. 128 boats start the race, I believe. Wow. So uh, that that was pretty good. Um, I, I think we've had upwards of 200 at, at our, our best race. Mm-hmm. Um, but I thought with all things considered and all the craziness going on, I thought that was pretty good turnout. Well, and, and the, you never know what the weather is going to be like. Obviously, I mean, we've had it all uh, for that canoe race. And sometimes there's right. been huge amounts of, of water because of, you know, flooding and that kind of thing. And it's, then it's really super fast, or then it's, it drops down. Did you notice, Ryan, yeah. was the river a little bit lower? Because people are talking a bit about uh, just lower water levels right now. It was low. It was too low. Okay. Um, and that might have chased off some boats. Um, okay. You know, there are some... Uh, very serious canoers with some really expensive fancy boats and uh, a lot of times they won't canoe when it's that low um, because of the uh, the damage they could incur in the boats. Sure, yeah, they get kind of beat up when they're hitting against yeah. rocks and, and yeah. debris and things like that. What? Not that you're a DNR guy here, but I mean, you certainly are an outdoorsman. Um, is it just we didn't have the snow like we did, you know, for the runoff or we haven't had a whole lot of rain? Because I, I know I was talking to somebody who lives kind of on more alike, if you will, here, and they say the numbers are down. And we've had some years where it just crazy them and water's over the road. So feast or famine, I guess. Well, and I think it's I think it's both. I think there's uh, part of it had to do with we didn't have we didn't have a lot of snow late in the season um, and it left early. Mm-hmm. And then uh, we didn't we didn't get the rain, the heavy rains we normally get in the spring, um, and that probably had more to do with it than anything. Yeah, because we really kind of count on that to get everything jump started too. And there's not right. a, a lot right. of rain in the immediate future either. But again, no. we're back to what we said at the beginning: it's the weather. We can't do a right. whole lot about it for sure. Nope. Same. nope. We take what we get. <laughs> that's that's an absolute. <laughs> Brian, talk a little bit because, you know, each week there's things that happen between last Thursday and this Thursday. So get us caught up there. Well, we had uh, uh, approximately 274 calls for service in the past week. And we had 15 new arrests over the past week. Uh, vast majority of that was uh, warrants um, from from uh, warrants or probation violation type things. So um, people not taking care of uh, their responsibilities. Okay. Um, there was a couple new, I think we had one one domestic, one DWI, uh, and the rest was mostly warrants. Okay. And that's something, now again, layman person here asking you this question. So, uh, okay, a warrant comes up after a certain amount of, Time, right? Somebody's supposed to do something, check in or do something. 
and they don't do it. And so that's when the warrant goes out and then your deputies go out and go to the last known address. Is that kind of the basics of it? Yes. So there, there's, a, there's a process there, um, uh, and it depends on the warrant, you know, because there's, there's different types of warrants. But one, there could be maybe you were summoned to court or required to go to court and you failed to appear for your court appearance. Um, that And the judge will issue a warrant because you didn't show up when you were supposed to. Um, and then the, the other one could be through probation where you were required to do something for probation and you you failed to follow through with your um, whatever it is they require. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe you didn't meet with them. Maybe Maybe you were supposed to pay some fines by a certain time maybe pay some restitution. Um, maybe you were maybe you failed a UA or, or uh, a chemical test um, okay. and then didn't show up for your appointment. Um, and that'll trigger a uh, warrant. So there's, you know, a lot of, there's a lot of different circumstances that go to in, into it. But usually it's because of uh, a probation or not showing up for a court appearance. Yeah, they just, like you said, kind of haven't kept their end of the bargain, and so then the follow-through yep. is to, to put that yep. warrant out. And You know, there was a, a during this COVID time and, and all the restrictions that were out there, there was, they made an attempt at using more summons uh, rather than issuing warrants. So for when there's an investigation, we can either get a, a the prosecutor will request a complaint. They file a complaint. And then the judge signs a complaint. Well, they can request either a warrant or a summons. And depending on the charges, uh, you know, the more serious charges, obviously, you, you probably want a warrant because you want to take them into custody as soon as possible. On some of the lesser charges, um, you can ask for summons and give them the opportunity to show up um, on their own um, and, and give them that opportunity. So... We attempted to do more summons-type complaints, and uh, that apparently did not work well. Oh, it didn't. So I, that was my question. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people just didn't show, and which is even weirder because there was a lot of, with all this virtual stuff, there was an opportunity to make court appearances right from your phone. <laughs> yeah. So you you're, you're, were really afforded a lot of opportunity to do what you needed to do and uh, it didn't it just didn't work apparently well and again it depends on circumstances of what's going on if there's some drug issues yep. or you know what i mean yep. i'm not Absolutely. making ex- i'm not making any excuses here for folks brian but i'm just saying that nope. some things don't it help is, don't help yeah, the cause it is what it is yeah. you know it is what it is and you know we tried um, the courts tried and and prosecutor tried and um for some people it worked and maybe it was even better for some people, mm-hmm. uh, but there there are there are plenty that did not. So. Yeah, unfortunate for sure. So yep. let yep. me let me ask them before we came out. You mentioned there's been kind of a weird rash of people going through stop arms. Do you want to t- talk about that? Yeah, and you know, just make people aware. But for some reason, we have had a a bunch of stop arm violations, um, and all within the last month. Hmm. And I, I don't know, I can't put a reason to it right at the moment, but uh, I don't know if people just aren't paying attention or there's so much stuff going on. Uh, maybe their minds elsewhere. I, I, I'm not sure what that is, but 
um, I, I just want to stress, you know, when it's when it's bus time, and we have more bus time now because they have to do double routes. Sure. They have to limit the capacities on the bus. So instead of one time in the morning and one time in the afternoon, it's two two times in the morning, two times in the afternoon. But when you see that bus out there and that arm comes out, um, you got to stop. So yeah, it, um, that's just both the most directions. Yeah, and it's just that what I don't quite get about that is, at least I remember when I went and you know learned the this is what you do when you're driving. That was just one of the biggest ones right up front. That and you know if there's right. an ambulance or you hear sirens, you know there's protocol there. Get over the side of the road. Let those people pass. I mean, there's just some of those things that are so ingrained from when you first learn how to drive. And I'm just almost right. shocked, unless, like you say, if we're just more distracted, if I don't know what the deal is. Yeah, and I, and all of a sudden, you know. Right. I mean, it isn't like school just started. I mean, we've had we've been doing school for for all years, and, and now right. all of a sudden we, this is happening. So I don't know. It's, it's kind of weird. A lot of them are happening in town. Hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, and so that's that even puzzles me more. Um, but uh, I don't know what else I can say about it. Is other than you know, be aware. You got to be careful. We don't want to get any oh. kiddos getting run over by a car because people aren't paying attention. I can't think of anything worse. And not honestly, nope. it just it's a, it's a nightmare to think about it. And do the buses right. now? Do you know, Brian? I I mean, I know there's more electronics and things happening. Do they? I've, at least I've seen probably maybe in bigger districts or something. They even have kind of cameras. That would be interesting. That on the maybe on uh, the they, stop they arm. They do have okay. They do have cameras, and and most of the the violations that we've had, they've had a license plate for us. Okay, that's what I was wondering. So, um, so it, yeah, I don't I don't know of any of them that there, there wasn't. We didn't have the ability to make contact with the driver, and you know that stop arm violation citation is 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 not a good vacation to get. It's it's pretty harsh. Well, I would imagine it affects so, your, your insurance and everything, like it should, really. I would, I would, I would think so. Yeah. I would think so. And it's kind of a, yeah, a, there's no tolerance for it. Yeah. You know? Well, again, with good reason. With good reason. Absolutely. Right. right. All right. So yep. be aware of that. We've got some more school to get through. It's just May, after all. Uh, you know, so let's, and that's just a good rule to think of. All year long, that's for sure. And otherwise, otherwise, Brian, I did want to ask you, and if I'm putting you on the spot, you tell me, and tell me we'll talk about it more later. But at least when it hasn't been COVID, sometimes there's been volunteer opportunities through the sheriff's office, whether it would be, um, let's say, when the county fair is going on, sometimes you need a couple extra folks just to help out. They don't carry a gun or anything like that. Is there those kind of opportunities, and if so... Are they on hold again still because of COVID, or, or what do you know on that? Well, that's that's generally our reserve, our sheriff's reserve unit. So that that's a, a volunteer, civilian volunteer unit, um, and it, they're actually recruiting right now. So oh, okay. if that's something you're interested in, now is the time because um, they're looking for people. Um, they've had some people that uh, that retired. Um, they put their time in and uh, decided that uh, it was uh, it was time to move on. Mm-hmm. Um, so we have openings. Um, they they are still out and about. They've been helping at the COVID clinics, um, pretty regular. Um, you know, helping direct traffic. Um, they have a, a visible presence at any of our public events. Um, 
just uh, just to be extra eyes and ears and that uniform presence to help people, you know, if they need information or whatever it might be. Um, so you'll see them at the fair. Um, you'll see them at whatever activities are out there. They helped at the canoe race this weekend um, with traffic and just public safety concerns, um, spotting canoes, make sure, you know, mm-hmm. that it went on safely. Um, so they're, they're a pretty active unit. Um, and you get a uniform. Well, first you apply and they do, we do a background check just like we do with our other staff. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, if you get that background check and you, uh, you get the, you go through an oral interview and if we think you would be a good fit for, for our organization, then, uh, you, you come on board and there's a, you go through a training process and, you get trained in first aid if you haven't been already. Um, you get uniforms issued to you. Um, you learn proper radio protocols. Um, and when you're out working, um, you you have a radio with you, a uh, portable radio. Um, they have uh, a squad. It's one of our, our older squads that got cycled out. And uh, we left it just for reserve use. So they'll actually go out and do some patrols on their own just to, uh, you know, maybe monitor trouble areas or um, a lot of times they'll go through like the parks Mm -hmm. um, at times when maybe we've had some issues Uh, and just to be that extra eyes and ears. And uh, it's, it's a little faster when you actually have a radio rather than calling on a cell phone and um, that sort of thing. So they'll, they'll help out at uh, accident scenes um they'll they'll go to medicals um a lot of them are on the first responder uh units also and uh um you know those are separate organizations from the sheriff's office but uh, they do respond um in in their civilian vehicles if they're close to a a medical sure Sure. So it, how long, and maybe, I don't know if you know this, because I, I doubt you're the one who actually does it, but about how long to, you know, get the training does it take? Do you know, Brian? Um, I, I think it varies per person. Okay. Um, but, you know, it, it's uh, it's not boom all all at one time. Okay. You That's know? what I was so kind of wondering. Yeah. It, you'll get little bits and pieces, but you'll still be out there. Um, and doing stuff, you know, you probably get the radio training first. The first aid training comes when we actually, when we have classes. So we do those classes on a regular basis, uh, for our staff. Um, so to put somebody through new, um, it's just a matter of when we have that resource come in. Sure. Availability. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. That makes sense. Yep. Well, it's a great opportunity, and and I know I've seen some of those familiar faces at various events over the years, and they're great people. They're in. It's a need. So if somebody's interested in that, just get a hold of the sheriff's department. They, I suppose, they could go to the website or just call you guys up. Is that the easiest? Um, you can you can call the office. You can you can go through the website, or you can just stop at the uh, at the courthouse at our admin offices and and grab an application and. We'll get it to the reserve captain, who, who right now is Paul Kassenbauer. Okay. Um, he's been a reserve captain for uh, quite a number of years, and uh, he's uh, he, he's the go-to between uh, myself and the reserves. Sure. 
Makes sense. Absolutely. So a great opportunity yeah. there. And the one thing, and I know we're getting a little, uh, I know you always have things to do. I'd like to just hold you on here all morning, but I, I suppose I better let you do your job. <laughs> but Brian, uh, you had mentioned too, before we came out, that there's been some complaints about four-wheelers. Maybe you want to touch on that before we wrap up. Yeah, it, you know, it's spring and, and people get more active and we've had, uh, we've been getting ATV complaints, you know, uh, it's all over the, all over the place. Sometimes it's speed. Sometimes it's, uh, youth operation. Um, I know a a lot of the ones we've, that I've, I'm aware of recently are, are youth operators and, you know, maybe they're not operating in a manner that they're supposed to. They don't have helmets on. They're driving on roads. Um, you know, there's a lot of specific, um, requirements for youth operators uh, and uh, and people need to know that um, before they let their kids out um, to ride on the roadways so um, you need a you do need a ATV certificate and you can't even be on the roadway as a youth operator um, without a certificate and being uh, 15 years old okay Good to know. So under 15, you can't be on, you can't be in the ditch, you can't be crossing the road um, unless you got those uh, certificates or an adult is with you on another machine. Okay. So it's just smart, you so know, it, yeah. Bring, so bring, so to bring, <laughs> to bring me another point, um, we are in the process of working with uh, uh, Thomas Snow Sports uh, to host some youth ATV certifications. Um, we know those have kind of been in short order and they fill up fast and there's, there's more demand than there is availability. So we're, we're working to, um, hold some of those locally between the sheriff's office, the Minnesota DNR and, uh, and Thomas Snow Sports has graciously offered up facilities and equipment to use for these, these certification programs. Great idea. Yeah, that's, I mean, knowledge is power. The more we can teach these kids, just like firearms safety, yep. snowmobile safety, all the above, um, gives them the tools yep, they need exactly. to do the right thing, right? So will exactly. we will we know more about that, Brian? Will you have, as that kind of becomes yes. available, you yes. can certainly tell us here, and there will probably be some ads in the yep. paper kind of thing. Yeah, we'll we'll get that no, those notifications out as soon as we get dates um, lined up and, and all the all the logistics in place. And then we will we'll get those out. Uh, most of the time, those things are posted on the DNR website too, and they fill up fast. But for for our local people, we we will certainly have um, notifications through our Facebook sites, and uh, and we can get them out to the media and the radio, the paper, and and all those other places locally, so we can get our local youth in there too. Sounds good. That's that's just a great idea, Brian. Good you're pulling that all together, as they say. So otherwise, my dear, before I let you go, anything else we need to touch on? No, I think that's going to do it for today, for today and i got to hit the road. So, I figured, see, um, i got to let you get to work. Yeah. I keep figuring i got to let him get to work. All right. Well, Brian, <laughs> you have a great work week, and we will catch up with you next Thursday, my dear. Sounds good. Thank all right. You. Appreciate it, as always. You have been listening to a Q Media Group production.